everybody. This is the Prepared Mindset Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Austin, hanging out, recording an episode, uh, taking a break this week. You know, if you guys have been listening right along here week to week, you know, we've had some really, really awesome guests over the past couple weeks. Uh, I mean, where to even start? You know, Jared from Orion Training Group. Uh, I got to catch up with Chris Blau of 1911 Syndicate and now CGS Suppressors. Dutch Chris Moyer was on the podcast, uh, you know, and then last week, uh, Jason Ransom of Ransom Tactical Solutions. So we, I've had some awesome conversations over the last month. Um, just been very, very fortunate. Um, but it is kind of hectic, you know, coordinating everything, setting everything up and the editing and, uh, just kind of nice to have a, a little uh, pause in the action, so to speak, before we, you know, get back to our our interviews and our scheduled guests and everything. Um, so I want to take time this week and just share some thoughts and give, and give you guys a little bit of an update, right? <coughs> Excuse me. On where we're at here at the prepared mindset, what's going on with me personally. Um, and then talk about some things that, you know, I think might benefit, uh, everybody. <coughs> so, um, this week we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, self-health and self-care and, uh, why, why those things are important, uh, when you're, you know, as it pertains to being a prepared individual leading a higher quality uh, of personal lifestyle, you know, which contrary to what many think actually has very little to do with, with how much money you make and the car you drive and all those things. Um, but, but self health, right? Uh, both your, your health in the clinical sense, the, the traditional sense, as well as maybe your emotional health, all those, all those things are important, right? Uh, and we're going to get into it. Uh, you know, I've been dealing with some stuff over the last several months, you know, I've alluded to it in a couple episodes. Uh, I've alluded to it in a couple of, uh, posts on, on social media, but I'm actually going to get into it because things appear that they may, this is knocking on wood, right? Things may uh, appear to be finally heading in, in the, the right direction, uh, for me personally. So, uh, I want to talk about that. I want to share my experiences, my thoughts, and there's some things going on in social media too, that kind of play into this that we'll, we'll get to, uh, before I jump in though, I want to make sure that I make the time here and say thank you to our presenting sponsors. First up as always is eclipseholsters.com. Guys, I'll actually be bringing Jess on the podcast at the end of the month here. Super excited about that. They've been a big supporter of ours. They were, they were our first sponsor, right? Um, they even hooked you guys all up. They didn't hook us up. They hooked you guys all up with the, the discount code, Prepared Mindset. It's going to save you 20% off your order when you head over to the site. Holsters, mag carriers, wallets. Uh, they got new wallets. Check those out in a couple different uh, new colors. They do dump trays. They carry core concealment belts, so maybe you've been rocking the old leather belt off the uh, off the good old Walmart rack. Pick up a core concealment belt for your new Eclipse holster. All right, it's all good. Everything in the store, prepared mindset saves you twenty percent off your order. You spend over a hundred bucks, they're gonna hook you guys up even further with free two day FedEx shipping, which is awesome. You buy a holster and a mag carrier, you're breaking a hundred bucks. You throw in a core belt, you're definitely over a hundred bucks. So you're gonna have that stuff to you, toot sweet. And what makes it even better is you're not waiting for your holster because they guarantee in three business days or less, they're going to have that holster in the mail to you, which is awesome. And a lot of companies out there cannot make that guarantee. 
Uh, they have phenomenal customer service. Can't say enough nice things about them. Check out their Delta in the waistband. Uh, they're serious in the waistband if you're carrying a pistol with a light on it, and you should be. Uh, check out everything they got there, EclipseHolsters.com. One more time, our code prepared mindset, one word, is going to save you 20% off of your order. Go check it out. Also, have to say thank you, right, to MyMedic.com. Zeph and the team over at MyMedic, they're awesome. You guys, if you carry a gun, you got a quality holster from Eclipse Holsters, good on you. But that's only half the battle. If you're carrying a firearm, you carry the ability to create holes. <clears throat> you need to have the ability to plug those holes to stop that bleeding. Head over to MyMedic.com, pick up an EDC medic, pick up a MyFac. Maybe if they're, you know, you're, you're married, you got a uh, small family, maybe it's just you and the wife right? Lexi and I, we both roll with, with my facts in our cars. Uh, I have, I can't even tell you how many tourniquets and things around the house. I have an EDC medic that comes with me when I, when I leave the house and is never very far when I'm out doing yard work and stuff, because let's be honest, I just really don't trust myself. You know, things happen, right? So mymedic.com is your source for medical supplies and educational content to help make yourself an asset. They took it a step further they give you guys our discount code mindset20. It's going to save you 20% off your order through my medic. Now, if you go a step further for us here at the prepared mindset, you can go to our Facebook page and our offer section. You can go to our link tree through Instagram and you can use our affiliate link. They are affiliate partners with the prepared mindset. So use our link. You can still use our discount code, but use that link and a little piece, whatever you spend is going to come back and support the team here at the prepared mindset podcast. Whether it's picking up a tourniquet, whether it's picking up some basic, uh, you know, bleed supplies, stop the bleed supplies, cut supplies, or you're buying a whole kit like the MyFac or the MyFac XL or the Recon or whatever have you, whatever you do, a little piece comes back and supports us if you use that link. So go check it out. MyMedic.com, again, our code Mindset20 is going to save you 20% off on whatever you pick up. Lastly, DryFireMag.com. Guys... Dryfire Mag is also an affiliate partner. And next week, May 17th, pre-orders become available for their new Smart Dryfire Mag. It's finally here. All right. Get the new dry the new Smart Dryfire Mag, sorry, and uh turn your your firearm into a cert pistol, into a training pistol. All right. Um we've been anticipating this since Shot Show. A lot of people have been looking forward to it. You can go pre-order, and if you use our affiliate link, you can also help support the prepared mindset. It's not going to cost you anything extra. Just use our link through our link tree, our offers page on Facebook, dryfiremag.com. <coughs> Excuse me. So um, on that note, right, um, we're going to talk about personal health this week, right? It's it's an important topic, you know, and, and it's a lot of different things. <clears throat> it's 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 not just working out at the gym. It's not just eating healthy. It's not just, you know, uh, not drinking pop. Or, I mean, there, there's so much involved, right, when we talk about personal health. Um, you know, I made the decision. Uh, honestly, it was unfortunate, right, but it was the beginning of 2020. Uh, my wife and I decided, we, you know, we're going to get a gym membership. We're going to start going to the gym three days a week. I will, you know, be very upfront. She actually started in the end of 2019. Um, she was going to the gym two days a week, two, three days a week. And she was, you know, making the commitment. I really just didn't, I wasn't about it. I didn't like the gym. I was uncomfortable at the gym. Um, I didn't know how to work out at the gym. I, I really didn't love it. She got me going 
And once we, it's kind of like, you know, it's like two weeks. I don't know why it's like for quitting smoking, everyone says two weeks and then you're done or that's the hardest part is two weeks. Um, you know, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, whatever. So I went for two weeks. I forced myself to go, you know, she talked me into it. I forced myself to stay committed and to go six visits. And I actually found that once we, we found, uh, a routine, right. I started to look forward to it, you know, so we'd, uh, at the time we worked at the same, you know, institution, uh, we'd come home from work, we'd, you know, let the dog out, whatever, uh, we would change, right. Uh, and then head out to the gym and go work out for an hour and a half or so, um, and then come home and we would have uh, breakfast, breakfast food for dinner. Um, and then watch, you know, honestly, it's been wrestling lately. I don't know if it was always that way or, or not, but, um, you know, breakfast food, like so scrambled eggs or, uh, you know, something that's like high in protein, low in carbs, um, you know, eggs and uh, turkey bacon or just eggs, you know, trying to be a little bit healthier with the protein and, um, you know, who doesn't love breakfast, right? So I, it became this very positive experience that I started to, to actually look forward to, uh, you know, gym nights. You know, I looked forward to going with my wife and I, I worked forward to the being sore. Um, and, and there's some more, um, like time frames. It's like two weeks, two months. I'm like two days, two weeks, two months, uh, before you feel it, see it. And then others will see it. Um, you know, so you start to, you feel the soreness, right. And that at least lets you know that you're doing something right. And you kind of start to feel good about it. And then in two weeks you start to, <clears throat> you start to really, see some, some differences in yourself, nothing drastic, right? It's not an overnight thing, but you start to notice some things about yourself. You can just tell you feel better. You feel different. Um, you know, and then two months you, you, other people see it. Um, and that's not a perfect science, right? But, uh, unfortunately, right. We get into the beginning of 2020 and I, I remember sitting at the gym. Uh, I was on the, the, I think it made the exercise bike or something or treadmill and, uh, and watching the TV that they have, uh, hooked up to those things. Right. And seeing all the stuff on the news about COVID and going, nah, there's no, there's no way. Yeah. They're going to shut the border over in San Francisco and Chinatown and out there in the West coast. And they're going to keep their sick people over there. And we're not gonna have to worry about it. And how wrong I fucking was because, you know, uh, lo and behold, like a month later, um, COVID lockdown hit. And then obviously everything shut down. Um, couldn't go to the gym anymore, right? Obviously. So uh, working from home, sitting a lot, uh, waiting for gyms to reopen. It wasn't until like here in Michigan anyways, in a lot of places it opened way sooner. Some places there were some gyms that didn't close and they had gotten legal trouble. And I saw a lot of that online. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but, but, you know, we go to LA fitness and, and they did close here, um, due to our wonderful governors, uh, what I, what I believe to be, were overreaching executive orders because you can't transfer, you know, illness through, through sweat. You can't, um, that was information I got from a nurse, a medical professional, um, which, I get that that's not the only consideration, but you know, we had no problems when we reopened the gyms and everybody just wore masks. So as soon as they reopened, you know, we started going, uh, with masks on now in the interim, we did what we could, um, didn't have a whole bunch of weight equipment around the house, but, uh, we did walk the dog, uh, you know, a, a whole lot, you know, and that was, that served twofold, right? 
get out and walk, keep me active, keep us active and, and doing something right. Get outside of the house. Um, because those of you guys have been working remote, like I have, um, you, you go, you go stir crazy. You do, um, cabin fever, whatever you want to call it. It's a real thing. Um, it sucks. It sucks. You got to get outside. You got to get some fresh air. You got to just like be around people, you know, even if it's just seeing them and the, you know, and you're, you're socially distant or whatever. Um, so we did as much as we could. And then we got back to the gym and the gym with masks on really fucking sucked. Um, a lot. I did not love that. Um, in addition to the fact that I hadn't been in the gym, so I was already, you know, I was out of shape even, you know, more so. And, um, it made cardio suck that much worse, whether it was the bike, uh, the elliptical, the treadmill, whatever. But I also started lifting weights uh, on the machines and things like that, and just trying to um, hold myself to this this process. You know, trust the process, um, be consistent, and manage your diet. All right, you build muscle in the gym, you cut pounds in the kitchen. I know that's that may seem like an oversimplification, because it is. Um, but as a general rule, that's, that's what you should look at. All right. If you want to drop weight, you need to first take a very, you know, hard look at, uh, what you're eating and your quantities and, and, and when you're eating it. Um, a few years back, you know, right after I started dating Lexi, um, I was working in banking. Uh, I was working at a, at a desk, you know, in a bank branch and, uh, I just, you know, snacking, drinking sugary pop and stuff, um, energy drinks, you know, I mean, I didn't give a shit. I was 24, 25 years old. I, I thought I was going to be fine. Right. Well, before I knew it, I was just over 280 pounds. Uh, and I'm a bigger guy. I'm a taller guy, you know, six, three, but I just, you know, I started looking in the mirror and going, man, I missed my early twenties when I was a little more active doing landscape work, maintenance work, um, outside and stuff. And I really had kind of I'd let myself go. Um, so we got on Weight Watchers then, uh, which is a good program too. You know, don't be fooled by some of the stuff you'll see on social. Oh, you don't, this won't work. That won't work. Find something that'll work for you. Like Weight Watchers worked for me because A, I was doing it <clears throat> with my wife, well, girlfriend at the time, but <clears throat> Lexi and I were doing it together. So it helped that we were kind of planning meals together and, uh, measuring these things together. And when you go out to eat together, you're both not getting, you know, the, uh, chicken Alfredo smothered in white sauce, which actually, while I'm thinking about that, um, if you're trying to drop pounds, avoid Olive Garden. I know everyone says like, duh, Italian food's not that, you know, not good for you, but you use Weight Watchers and look up the, the points, uh, and calories and stuff at, at pretty much everything on the Olive Garden menu. It is like, four days worth of your points in one dish. It is absolutely unhealthy. And, um, I've not been back since I had that realization. It's been several years. Uh, I think I might've been actually, I might've been there once. And I think I just had the soup and the salad. Um, but I digress. Um, you know, it helps to have somebody doing this with you, right? Dieting alone is difficult just from a mental standpoint because it's hard to stay committed. Um, we are creatures of habit. So if you're somebody who's like a stress eater, um, which I I have been in the past, I get stressed out, I go to my favorite snack. I have a bad day, I would go to my favorite snack or my favorite, you know, pop or uh, whatever, you know, ice cream. Like I, I am a fiend for ice cream. Um, has been a very big struggle for me to... Um, to break that, you know, to get away from those kinds of things. So, um, 
Weight Watchers helped because it gave you structure. You know, hey, I can have a big breakfast that I really enjoy today, but it's going to cost me this many points, and I got to make what I have left last me the rest of the day through lunch and dinner. So you can have whatever you want as long as you budget it and it's in proper proportions. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it helps. All right. It doesn't have to be one of these crazy, like, creatine-infused, like, power diets, like, shred your body and everything. Everybody's, everyone's path to fitness looks different. Everyone's journey looks different. Like, I I am still not where I want to be. I'm a lot better off than I used to be. That said, I still get a lot of shitty messages from people. You know, I put content up on Instagram and stuff, videos of dry fire or whatever. And like more often than not, I honestly, the comments, uh, mostly constructive, but the, the negative ones, the horseshit ones are always, always, always telling me that I'm fat. I need to lose weight. Like, holy shit. No, no fucking way, man. I could have swore I woke up this morning and was skinny as fuck. Like, yeah, man, I dude, I know, like, I know I'm working on it. Um, but I also know that from a mental health standpoint, you cannot deprive yourself of everything and anything that you know, just in the name of dropping all that weight as fast as possible. You want to go out for friends' birthdays and be social with them, especially like we were just talking about, you know, working from home. That's, this is the kind of stuff that's important for your, your mental well-being and your personal health. Um, you know, it is a process. It is not an overnight process. Um, you know, and this all kind of rolls up together in, into the same issue here of being more healthy and more physically fit. You know, uh, Mike Glover from Fieldcraft Survival put up a video a couple weeks back and it was titled, if you're overweight, you are a liability. And I saw that and I, I really like Mike, um, Mike Glover and his work with Fieldcraft were what inspired me to start this podcast, full disclosure. Uh, now I'm not a former green beret as he is. Uh, I don't have the military or contracting experience that he does. I don't, I just have a passion for these things and wanted to talk about it. Um, but so, uh, I greatly admire what Mike does and what Mike says. Um, and and it was upsetting that he, you know, put that out there. Now I was upset, you know, uh, at first. And at first I mean about two minutes. Um, I thought about it, you know, and he's right. Uh, being overweight is a liability. No, that's not. And, and here's what got me past that. This, this personal issue I, I had for, you know, just a couple seconds there, um, was that he's right. And that doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It doesn't mean that, you know, I should, I should just quit altogether. Um, it just means that it's a liability. You need to realize it and you need to address it. So take those steps. That's all that means. You know, and there are people that see themselves that, that look at the whole overweight thing or look at themselves in the mirror and go, eh, yeah. Uh, so what, you know, uh, I, I am not that way. At one point I was clearly, you know, I let myself go. Now I, I did for my wedding, everything I dropped weight. I got down to, at one point I was two thirty eight. Um, and then I went to Vegas and got married and I've never been that light, uh, since now I've never been back to the 280 mark either. I have been consistently hovering around the 250, 255 mark as I've been putting muscle back on and dropping fat. Uh, I haven't actually weighed myself in a while either. Um, and that's, and that's another thing to, to, you know, really take a look at too, is that the number is not always important. 
because as you, if you're doing things right and you're gaining muscle mass and you're starting to see the increased muscle mass, which I am, you know, in the, my, my upper body where I've been focusing a lot this past year, especially, um, muscle weighs more than fat. So be just cause you're not losing weight. Doesn't mean you're not putting yourself in a better, uh, in a better position to be an asset and to not be a liability. Um, and why is this important, right? Because you need to be able to, to move, right. To run, to carry your kit. You know, we talk a lot here, you know, kit's awesome. Like, fuck yeah. I love kit. Kit's great. Uh, helmets are cool. Body armor is awesome. Uh, guns are sick, but ammo, water, right. Water, that thing we need to drink to not die. Uh, that all, that all weighs something. None of it weighs a ton, but together when you add it all up, you get, you get up into 20, 30, 40 pounds a year pretty quickly, right? You need to be able to carry that for a extended period of time. Why? Because if you can't just haul your, throw all your shit in the car and take off, you're going to be in trouble. What if the road's blocked and you, or your car breaks down and you have to walk? What if you're in the middle of a outlet mall and a you know, uh, mass shooting takes place and you need to be the one there dragging people to safety, uh, dragging casualties to where they're safe and can, you know, get medical treatment or I mean, whatever. There's any number of reasons why your own level of, of physical fitness is important. And again, if you're not there yet, that's fine. Like I'm not as good of a shooter as I want to be. I'm not where I want to be yet. And that's okay. But you need to keep working on it. That's why I, like I said, I have committed to going to the gym three days a week, uh, sometimes more, honestly, during the fall. Uh, you know, I'm a big Detroit Lions fan, lifelong, right? So when we had games, we were getting blown out, and there was, <laughs> there were several on a three and thirteen uh, season, or, or three and fourteen, or three thirteen and one, whatever season. Uh, there was a couple Sundays. You know, if it got bad in the first half, you know, what? I'm just going to go to the gym. I'm not going to watch the rest of the game. I'm going to go to the gym. Not because I'm like overly frustrated, but just because it was one of those things I could just, hey, it's it's a fourth day of the week. I'm at the gym. I can turn the TV on. I can watch the Lions game. And at least then I'm not solely focused on their losing. And if I'm watching, <coughs> sorry, if I'm not solely focused on them losing, um, you know, then I'm not solely focused on what I'm putting myself through on the treadmill or the elliptical. Right. Um, and cardio is important for all this stuff too, you know, not necessarily being able to sprint, but that is the, the overall goal. How long, how long you can sprint, um, using metrics to track things like, you know, what, what are your weight limits that you're lifting? How quickly are you running a mile? You know, um, my goal right now is to get myself under an eight and a half minute mile, which for a lot of people is not impressive. Uh, for me, Somebody uh, who is six three and you know two hundred and fifty five pounds, it you know that's a goal. I've gotten very close. Um, I think eight forty two or eight thirty eight somewhere somewhere around there is my current best time. I haven't actually tried myself on the treadmill in a while because I'm working a lot on elliptical to uh, save my knees and work on my endurance, upping my time, but dropping my speed and stuff. Um, it all comes together in one way or the other. So just cause if you hate the treadmill and running, um, because you hate that burning feeling in your lungs, like I do, that's okay. Get on the elliptical. Maybe you're not going for 20 minutes. Maybe because you're, you're slowing down. Maybe you go for 30 or 35 with your cool down. 
All right. It's all relative. Um, and maybe some days you do a little bit less because you, you hit the, the weights real good, uh, leg day, right. Crush your legs and you just, you, you gotta be able to walk the next day. So it is what it is. You know, it's not an overnight process, but you need to be making sure you're taking those steps to, to make those incremental, uh, growth, incremental growth, uh, and, and then eventually realize those goals, set yourself short-term goals, right? Like I said, for me first, my, you know, it was a nine and a half minute mile, then a nine minute mile. Now it's eight and a half minute mile. And yeah, it gets, it gets a little bit tougher, uh, the higher and higher you go. Um, you know, like when I started doing bicep curls, I was at a combined, uh, 70 pounds or 75 pounds was kind of where I was maxing out for four sets of 10, uh, or five sets of 10. Now, uh, I am up to 110 pounds for four sets of 10, and then I'll drop weight down to like 70, maybe 80 or something. And I'll just do a burn down. I'll try and do, you know, uh, a rep of 15 or up at 20 or something like that. Um, and then I'll go over to like the, you know, bench press, or I've been doing rows a lot lately. Um, trying to build up my, again, my, my upper body and everything. Um, now the reasons why <clears throat> I haven't been able to work as much on my core as I would like are a little bit, you know, complicated. I did have a, um, a suspensatory ligament tear around my groin, uh, at the end of 2019 around, I want to say like Thanksgiving or something. Uh, so for a while there, it was letting that heal. Um, at first I did not let it heal appropriately, uh, and had to be on some steroids just to reduce inflammation and things. Went back to the gym, uh, got on the leg press machine. It was like leg pressing three something, um, and re-irritated that injury. Found out that that was just something I was not ready to do yet. Had to go back on another round of the steroids and kind of staying away from it. Now, that may have kind of proved to be uh, an issue. And here's kind of where my, my last couple months come in. Um, I have been, you know, I work a desk job. I work in finance. I have been working uh, from home since March 16th of 2020, since the pretty much the same date a lot of us did, at least here in Michigan. I know that's when we kind of sat in the lockdown and everything. So I uh, work a desk job. Uh, at the beginning of last year, I took on a new role. So I uh, spent even more time at the desk than I normally would have. Was not getting up to walk around, was not getting up to do much, uh, was really investing uh, in the, the Hulu and the Netflix and, and really just enjoying the work from home experience for a while there. Um, it's all good, right? <clears throat> well, last October, um, I want to say, I don't even know what the date was. It was a Friday. Um I remember it very distinctly. <laughs> uh, I was working and uh, I was looking out my back window uh, from my office and watched the transformer behind my house like spark and pop and everything. Called the energy company. Hey, you haven't lost power yet, so it's probably okay. You know, okay, well, then, all right. Well, not an hour later, um, you know, snap, crackle, pop again, and this thing really blew. So I lost power. <clears throat> I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's pretty cool. Right. Um, inconvenient, but, um, all right, fallback plan. I will pack up all my shit. Um, I will head over to my parents' house and I will work the rest of the day from there after I call and rip the energy company, a new one for telling me it might be nothing. And just to, you know, sit tight till they can get somebody out there. 
So I uh, take my lunch to travel and set up. My parents' house is only like 20 minutes away. Tops, not that big a deal. And, uh, you know, spend the day working there at mom and dad's house. <clears throat> um, that afternoon, I don't know what it was. Something happened. And uh, just like got the just crazy, just urges to go to the bathroom. Just like nonstop. Like went and then like, you know, like two minutes later, like, wow, you know, I just went. That's weird. And I'd go and go again. And it's like, okay, there's not much happening. Not much, you know, not much doing, right? Like, oh, this is weird. I really, I don't know what the hell this is. Uh, okay, this is this is strange. Um, kind of just, you know, kept an eye on it, drank a lot of water, tried and flush my system, whatever. Um, seemed to get a little better the next day, right? Went to a friend's birthday party. Um, you know, it was actually pretty good there. Had a bunch of beers and everything. <clears throat> um, and then later that night, got home and everything and flared up, came back. Okay. So then Sunday, I'm kind of just managing it and this sucks. This is weird. I'm starting to get a little bit concerned now. I wonder if, you know, maybe a UTI or something. And, uh, you know, Sunday night I wound up, uh, going, getting out of bed at like 1130 and going to the 24 hour pharmacy by me and getting some medication that basically, um, it's over the counter stuff, but it's to help treat the symptoms of a UTI to help with the, the frequency, urgency, all that stuff to like, you know, um, help me sleep, you know, basically just get me through the night and then I'll next, next morning I'll, I'll go to the doctor and we'll get this taken care of. So next morning I called again, the doctor, they can't get me in. They're booked solid. They don't even have a, let's try and squeeze you in. So I go to the urgent care. Um, they tell me, yep, you for sure have a UTI. They go, okay, well, I've never had one of those before. So, um, I don't know what to do about this or how this is happening. You know, can you tell me what to do? Yep. They put me on some antibiotics for a week and said it should knock it out. Cool. Well, a week comes and goes and, um, got a little bit better, but not really. And so then I go to, I'm sorry, it, it did get better. Um, you know, the day after I finished the medication was actually pretty good. And then the next day it came back and, uh, I'm like, all right, really not digging this. So the day after that, I think I get into like my actual doctor and nope, you don't actually have a UTI. Um, you know, whatever they told you, urgent care isn't, isn't right. Um, this is, <coughs> uh, this, it's not that. Okay. So then what is it? You know, cause I'm not STD, you know, I'm you know faithful to my wife. I don't have any issues like that. You know, no, no, it's, they think it's my prostate. And, you know, I'm 32 years old, you know, you're not supposed to have prostate issues. till you're in your fifties and sixties, like, you know, what the hell? So I started freaking out, you know, cause I don't know. Uh, and of course I'm just, I'm one of those like naturally nervous types. So I, my brain jumps to the C word, you know, cancer and I freak out, um, call my dad, uh, I freak out to him and they you know, Hey, we have an appointment set for you with the urologist. Why don't you go get checked out? And see what's going on, you know, and, and I'm, I'm freaking out, not knowing what the hell's going on. Just gets the urologist. Um, nope, it is, it, this is not cancer. You just calm down. That's not the case. Okay. Well, that's a relief. You have prostatitis Any kind of itis is right. It's a inflammation. So it's like an infection slash in, <clears throat> inflammation of my prostate. And I go, well, I don't know what the hell, how does that even happen? 
you know, uh, what, what, what gives? Well, apparently this is more and more common because a in culture with video gaming be so popular and desk jobs and technology and things being more popular, uh, men are not supposed to be in the seated position for extended periods of time. Um, it, it puts strain and stress on your prostate, um, more or less. And then they don't really know why these, these, uh, incidents, these, you know, why prostatitis happens. Um, and they can't get in there to take a look and sample it or whatever and, and see exactly what the hell's going on. So we're going to try some medication and antibiotics and hopefully that helps knock it out. So um, go through some antibiotics for a two-week course, a little bit stronger stuff. That doesn't knock it out. They give it another week and a half and still not getting better. It's actually starting to get a little bit worse. So I, I go back again and I get more antibiotics. Another two weeks. Okay. And then uh, I call and uh, after that one, I got a refill because I didn't want to give it a chance to come back after that, that two weeks. And it still didn't go away. So I remember it was the week before Christmas and I called and I got, I need another refill. I, you know, nope, we're not going to do it for you. We need you to come in and see somebody. I go, okay, well last time, you know, there was no examination or anything, but you know, if I really need to, I guess I will. So I drove, I had to drive, drive across town, not to my normal, uh, urologist office is another office uh, a couple towns over that I had to go to um, just to get in that day talk to his uh, physician's assistant and basically we try one more round of medication it's more a little more aggressive and if that doesn't work you know we're gonna have to put you uh, we're gonna have to talk about some other options okay well it didn't work um, the more aggressive medication was way better they said it was going to be rougher on my system. It worked way better. But once I got off of it, it didn't, it, 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 you know, things came back. It didn't fix any issues. So, okay, what do I do now? Um, well, I go back and I talk to the physician's assistant again. And uh, they put me on another round of the antibiotics to help manage the symptoms. And they also wrote me a script to go to physical therapy. Uh, which it was, it was confusing for me because I didn't realize that this was going to be something that, um, you know, you could, you could address or, or, you know, fix through physical therapy just to make any sense. Um, so I kind of start going to physical therapy once a week. I have a super awesome lady named Jean that I work with. I'm actually still in, in therapy with her. I think next week is my last session. And, uh, we start working on all sorts of stuff, nervous system. Uh, I don't say exercises, but things to help calm your nervous system, because if your nervous system is on high alert, then, you know, the rest of the body reacts accordingly and can, you know, you have nerves everywhere in your body everywhere. So, um, that's one starting point. There's some stretches and things to help with your pelvic floor. And then also now we've been working on core muscles, core muscles, doing things like planks, um, using like a yoga ball to do things like there's, uh, dead bug and, um, some basic yoga position, like the child's pose and stuff like that. And basically teaching me how to re-strengthen my core and my pelvic floor and to help calm my nervous system. So, and, and it's helped, it has helped. It has helped manage the symptoms. Uh, I've made 
a couple dietary adjustments. Um, you know, cause I, spicy food can irritate your bladder. Um, you know, uh, caffeine is really not good for your bladder. Um, <clears throat> so cutting out energy drinks, that's, that's been the biggest thing. Um, I don't drink a lot of pop to begin with, but, uh, that's gone. My caffeine for the most part has been, um, coffee in the morning, you know, one and a half or two cups, uh, every morning. And then after that, it's been, you know, juice and water and things like that. And, uh, it, it's, I'm, I'm not out of the woods, but it is better. You know, there's, there's still some bad days thrown in there that really make it frustrating, but going to physical therapy helps. Um, and, and come to find out there are people that have it worse than I do. Um, and they, they take a year or two years dealing with these symptoms, these issues before they, they seek out any kind of help and they just live with it and they just deal with it. And I'm here to tell you guys, like, don't sell yourself short like that. The, that living that way is not worth it. Um, and more, moreover, like you should be going to the doctor at least once a year for your annual annual physical, you know, they do a blood draw, they check your levels and everything, you know, um, if you're one of these people, they, I, I never go to the doctor. I never go to the doctor. You end up with irreparable damage to your body and if, you know, and, um, you can miss stuff, you know, like cancer for one, you know, there's warning signs, there's tests, there's things like that. Take care of yourself. Go see a doctor. Um, I'm not, here shilling for anything or even telling you to go get the jab. But if you're not up to date on your vaccines, right? If you're not up to date, even if you're your tetanus booster and you work on job sites all day where there's rusty fucking nails all over the place. Um, you know, it's just like people don't carry tourniquets. They don't carry med kits. Well, cause it hasn't happened to me yet. I'm not worried about it. Like, don't be fucking dumb. Go get the goddamn shot. It's going to be sore for a day or two. And then you, you're going to be, you're going to be good to go. And you're going to be in a way, way, uh, better position for yourself, <clears throat> you know? Um, and I was scared, honestly, you know, physical therapy is nothing to be scared of, but I, I mean, I was anxious. I was nervous. I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. Um, and you know, and I'm 32 years old, right? I'm not supposed to be having these issues. Um, but it, it does turn out that it's a lot more common, unfortunately, just because the way the world is. Um, I did go out and buy myself a sit and stand, uh, desktop. So now I have my work stuff set up at home on one of those. So, um, I am standing for work and now if I'm on my computer for myself, then I will sit. Yes. Um, but my, throughout my eight, nine, 10, 11 hour, sometimes 12 hour work day. Now, if I am doing work related activities for the most part, I will force myself to stand. Um, you know, and now going to the gym again, I, I understand better how and when I should engage my core muscles I understand why posture is so much more important. And I understand why lifting weights isn't the only way to strengthen your body, nor the only, you know, muscles being the only place that you should, at least the, the show muscles, you know, like your biceps and your chest and everything, your, your calves, your thighs aren't the only muscles you should be focusing on. Um, you know, for a lot of these deep core muscles there, it, there's some specialized stuff uh, that you can do to, to help strengthen those. And you'll start, you know, I've started to see changes in my condition already. Um, and obviously isn't the same for everyone, but that's, that's the same as anything else we talk around here. You talk about around here, right? Is it, the circumstances, the, the conditions for all of this are going to be different and unique for each of us. But the point that we're making here today, right, is that you can't ignore your personal health, whether you're trying to just make yourself a better prepared individual 
um, or, you know, a better gunfighter or, uh, you know, maybe just you, you want to be a more healthy human being, um, you know, go, go to the doctor, take care of yourself, check up on your, your dietary situation, you know, um, just because you're eating noodles and meat and some vegetables doesn't mean you're being healthy. <coughs> you know, it, it, and I apologize for the cough guys. I I've been, uh, not, not in the hottest of shape. Um, if you listen to my episode last week with Jason, uh, from ransom tactical, uh, I was a little bit rough there and uh, I actually had to call off work the next day. Cause I was just like the, the worst sinus headache I think I have had since COVID, uh, when I had COVID in November of 2020, um, that was pretty rough. And I've just had this like lingering cough. Um, my sinuses and everything really been giving me a hard time. So, um, I do apologize, uh, for this recording, but again, there it is there, you know, don't be one of those people that just, you know, oh, I'm going to drown my, my cough, my cold. I'm going to, uh, drown it out the old Irish way. I'm going to, you know, just whiskey. Like that's, I mean, there might be something to that, you know, hot toddies do help, but go out and buy some goddamn Mucinex, go out and get some Dayquil or NyQuil, whatever works for you. Everybody's body does respond to some things differently. Um, like for me, I'll take the Costco, uh, generic equivalent of Claritin. I'll take one of those every morning while I'm having these issues. Uh, I have found the Mucinex stuff works way better for me. Um, than like Dayquil does. I see much better results out of that. Um, and then sometimes in the evening, I'll even once I get to like five o'clock and I'm getting off work, I'll actually take again, the Costco equivalent of like Zyrtec just to make sure that everything is, uh, is clear and I'm not congested and I can, uh, breathe and think a little bit better. Um, so go out and buy and spend the money, like get the, you know, if you have a Costco card, I think the bottle, it's like 365 tabs, literally a year supply of their Claritin equivalent or whatever they call it. Um, Allertech or something. It's like $10, which is way cheaper than, than like the 12 pack of Claritin off the shelf at your local drugstore or whatever. Um, same thing with their Zyrtec equivalent. So that's, that's a good investment right there. You know, a, in a Costco membership, you know, buy in bulk for one, but for two, they have pretty good, uh, generic equivalent stuff, uh, especially when it comes down to their medication and things like that. Um, their pharmacy, you know, if you're looking to save money on your prescriptions and stuff, uh, don't go without, you know, look, use the GoodRx app. A lot of the times the Costco pharmacy, the Walmart pharmacy are a lot cheaper on, on, on some things, you know, don't just go to your, your local one. Cause it's most convenient, but it costs you $40 more. Um, in one instance, I had to go pick up, uh, some steroids for something I was working through and it cost me $95 for a 10 for a Z pack of steroids. Um, it, it's ridiculous. You know, uh, and then I, you know, I go look it up on GoodRx. I could have saved myself a bunch of money. You know, you live and you learn, um, kind of hoping that some of this helps some of you guys out there listening that they may not know that kind of stuff, but you know, don't go without, don't suffer even longer. If you have regular medication that you need, go, like explore your options, don't go without and don't ignore these, these issues. If you have something that's bothering you, like, yeah, maybe the doctor will tell you, you need surgery. Maybe they'll tell you you need physical therapy, uh, but go get it fixed because none of this stuff gets better over time. You know, I have a friend uh, who who literally he jacked up his shoulder. I think he he tore his rotator or something and just didn't want to go to the doctor. He never goes to the doctor for anything. 
So um, he continued to abuse it, playing disc golf, and continued to abuse it, playing beer league softball. And I am willing to bet that, you know, now he's in his mid-30s and that by the time he is mid-40s, he will be very seriously looking at some kind of uh, shoulder surgery because the pain will just be too much for him to bear um, because he didn't take care of it adequately when he was younger and then made it worse by just abusing it and compounding it. Um, You know, it's... You're not invincible. You know, everything comes back and catches up on you. Now, I'm not saying you have to take the doctor's note for everything. Like, Lord knows, I, I told my fair share of kids when I was teaching high school marching band that, you know, your doctor's note doesn't matter. Carry the drum, stand up straight. Um, there is a give and take to both of those, and I, you know, I fully acknowledge some of that stuff. But your personal health is nothing to be ignored, and it needs to be something that you build into your preparedness plan, you know? Are you in good enough physical shape to be an asset or are you a liability? <coughs> uh, do you have in your go bag or your bug out bag? Because everyone talks about bugging out. Everyone talks about having a go bag. Do you have reserve stores of your medication that you need? And if it's something that goes bad because all this stuff has a shelf life, are you changing it out on the regular? Do you have an alarm set to go out and, and check that stuff? Do you have it, if you have it in your kit, your chest carrier, your chest rig for, you know, you're going uh, overnight or maybe a week long uh, hike and everything like that. And you just, you keep all your stuff you need in a little blowout pouch or something on your, on your chest rig. When's the last time you checked that medication or even just your regular IFACs and stuff, aspirin, anti-inflammatory medications, and just basic shit like that. It all has expiration periods. So that that there is also an extension of your own personal health and well-being because those are the supplies that you may have to use to preserve your own health and well-being. So some stuff to think about there. Um, like I said, I have been struggling now. It's seven months living with what I've been living with. Um, it made the holidays made the holidays pretty shitty. I'll be honest with you guys, it was pretty rough, um, and it's awkward having to explain to people why you're going to the bathroom all the time. Um, It makes road trips difficult. You know, I went on a four-hour trip down to Cleveland uh, with Lexi in November. We still had a really good time, and luckily I was able to manage things with the medication and just some dietary choices and things like that. So it wasn't wasn't too bad, Um, but it was uncomfortable. It was always something that was at the back of my mind and things like that, and now looking forward to scheduling, you know, summer vacation time and stuff. Um, something I really want to just go away, you know, and I have to stay on top of it, you know, do the physical therapy exercises at home. A lot of it, you know, is positive frame of mind, um, and just taking care of your body. Um, and maybe it doesn't bother you now, but if it's something that you know is bad for you, standing a certain way, sitting a certain way, if you like to sit cross-legged or you, you sit on, uh, in your chair on one ankle or something, those are things that are, you know, orthopedically speaking, I think, or I probably misused the shit out of that word. Um, don't do it. You know, I, full disclosure, my mother, uh, 61 years old, has to have both hips redone, uh, largely in part due to how she would sit on, she would sit on one foot or sit on the other foot and it would wear out her hips. Um, you know, mildly some, uh, some issues related to smoking because smoking is just bad for your body in so many ways. 
Um, and she's been smoking for at least the last 20 years, probably a little bit longer, honestly. Um, you know, it's just, and so now she's somebody who, uh, two years ago, perfectly mobile, perfectly fine. Now she can hardly walk without a walker. She's supposed to have actually uh, her first replacement surgery last month and had to have that postponed because she got COVID or tested positive for COVID. Um, so something, something to consider, you know, 60 is not as old as it used to be, right? So to be 60 years old, 61 years old, and you have to have a walker and you can't, you can't get up steps. You can't go anywhere on your own. That, that that's pretty rough to deal with. You know, and then have to go through two separate hip replacement surgeries so that you can get back to living life. You know, um, just examples, guys, right? Just examples of, of what can happen um, and, and why it's important to take care of yourself. Like, I love my mother dearly, but she didn't take care of herself. She smokes, she drinks a lot. Um, not, you know, not to a point I think she's a problem, but she never balanced any of that out with physical activity or really healthier eating and stuff. So, <clears throat> um, this kind of stuff can happen. Your body does wear down. Your body does break down over time. And that's why you see some of these guys like, look at Larry Vickers. You know, he, he did a video on why he was fat because people would give him shit all the time. And he's an ex Delta guy. Well, you know what? When you push you spend years and years and years pushing your body to limits, you have breaking points. So yes, his body was broken. He gained weight because he could not work out the way he used to. It happens. What else are you going to say? Now there are things he's he is doing now. He's also dealing with cancer and stuff. But um, if you've seen pictures of him recently, he has lost quite a good bit of weight and gotten in better shape and everything. And as we learn more about medical technology and how to keep the body going and stuff, obviously this all gets easier and more accessible, right? But not if you're not searching out those sources and making and making the actual committed decision that you're going to be healthier, you know. And don't oh yeah, you know I had a Italian sub sandwich, lots of vegetables, healthy. Well, I mean, vegetables do have some kind of healthy attributes to them, and it's better than not eating any vegetables. You're also eating a shitload of oil and a shitload of bread and a lot of deli meats that may be that may be processed and not actually the healthiest for you. Things like hot dogs and salami and all like well, it may be good, right? Um, not not good for you. You know, you want all natural uh, meats. And uh, obviously minimum preservatives from a dietary standpoint and try and cut out the sugars um, and the grease and all the, just the junk. And you know what? After you do it for a while, your body will actually, you, you'll, you'll stop missing the sugar. You won't crave all that anymore. I know I don't. Um, I will, after, after dinner and stuff, I'll, sometimes I'll crave something sweet. So I try to do something like an apple um, or apple slices. And if I'm really feeling it, maybe, you know, a little caramel or something to dip it in. Um, I like orange slices. Uh, you know, there are things that you can do that are healthy that will help scratch that itch, you know? Um, and, and you don't have to be perfect all the time. You don't, uh, regardless of what people online will tell you and, you know, call you a you know, fat piece of shit and everything. I mean, uh, I was told that I was just you know, absolutely useless and that a 12 year old would be better in a fight, uh, because I was a quote fat piece of shit. Um, now I know that's not true, but you know, uh, the internet's the internet and everybody knows everything on the internet. Just ask them. They'll tell you, uh, but guys, I, I, I really do want to just, you know, it's, it's, it's important, right? You need to be healthy. You need to take care of yourself. You will feel better and you, and we all deserve to feel that good about ourselves. All right. It's, it's hard work. 
but every, so is everything else we do here, right? We talk about shooting, we talk about hiking, uh, learning how to use radios and communications. Like all this stuff is difficult in a lot of different ways. Some ways is it's mental. Some ways it is physically difficult. In other ways, it's emotionally difficult. Um, but anything, and this this is in all walks of life, right? Anything worth doing is worth doing right, all right? So just remember that and and stay committed. You'll get where you want to be. You know, I've seen, uh, you know, changes in my body. I feel better, um, you know, muscle mass and everything. The wife has has noticed some changes and things, and it's it's all good, right? Um, but it's a it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So uh, hopefully you guys got a little something out of this. Uh, like I said, I wanted to share what I've been going through. So I'm not just talking about my medical issue that no one really understands or know what's going on. Um, and it's very pertinent, right? Because we're all working from home and just sitting around working on the computer. This has major and and potentially drastic impact on our physical well-being. Sitting around all day doing nothing is not only bad because you're not doing something. It can actually be doing something negative to your body. So if you work from home, try and find a way to stand up. Try and find a way to make sure that you're you're staying active and moving and get out to the gym, you know, at least three days a week. If you're not spending at least, you know, an hour and a half in the gym three days a week, I don't know that you're really doing enough. And I fully acknowledge that means that I'm doing basically the bare minimum. Um, and I need to work on I'm being a little bit better about that. So, I mean, I know where I can get better and, and there's more opportunity there. So, uh, thank you guys. I appreciate you taking the time to, to check this episode out. I know it got a little bit long-winded there, but uh, important stuff. Important stuff for sure to, to talk about. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I will be back again next week with another episode for all y'all. Until then, though, you guys get out there, you work hard, train smarter, and like we always say here, be prepared. Be prepared.